Hi, and welcome to Cosmic Style, where we explore mystical modalities like tarot, astrology, lunar living, and magic to help us live better lives. I'm Leah, a tarot consultant, professional astrology nerd, and cosmic stylist. Let's get into it. Hi, hello, witches. How is that new moon for you? We're still very much in that energy. Um, you can absolutely still work with it. Um, it. I think it just happened last night when this will have come out. So even if you're listening to this a few days later, it's never too late to set an intention with the moon. Um, and if you want a little bit of help tracking that sort of thing or having a little bit of accountability to your check-ins and flow throughout the moon cycle, you can sign up to get my uh, moon manifestation guide and tracker, which is totally free. You just have to um, go over to the link and uh, you can get it. So, but this episode is not about the moon. Um, Not really. It's, well, it's not really about Mercury retrograde either. It's sort of in honor of Mercury retrograde, I'll I'll say. Um, I thought we could talk about doing a four-day reset with the elements or a four-week, you know, you could do these weekly, you could space them out over four days, a week, four weeks, three weeks, whatever you want to do. But um, it's sort of like a ritual for each element to kind of help you realign. And I thought Mercury retrograde was the perfect time to do this little reset. We have Mercury retrograde PSA happening from December 13th to January 1st. And yeah, I mean, this may be a little bit annoying if you're traveling over the holidays. (laughs) Hopefully, you know, this episode comes out right after it's stationed, right before maybe it stations retrograde. So hopefully you're hearing this without too big of an issue. But um, yeah, it'll be retrograding back through Capricorn, back through these degrees, like these first few degrees of Capricorn that it's in. And then I think on December 23rd, so about halfway through the retrograde, it'll enter, re-enter Sagittarius, where it previously was. So we're kind of revisiting some themes. And yeah, we've got it going from an earth sign to a fire sign. And the earth sign of it all feels very tangible. It could just be like your systems and structures, like you're just like might be able to say like, ooh, that's not really working. I've got to kind of readjust that, fix that. Um, but then when it goes back into Sagittarius, it's giving me like this sort of revisiting of, you know, dreams we've set, hopes that we have for the future, or like big ideas that we maybe um, kind of set for ourselves and giving us a little bit of a reality check so that we can, when, when we start going through with that forward motion, we have a clearer idea of what we need to do. And then when it re-enters Capricorn, of course, like really being able to like get shit done and do it. Um, So don't fear the retrograde, right? Like if you listen to my tarot reversals episode, it's the same thing. We do not fear retrogrades here. We do not fear tarot reversals here. We embrace it for what it is, which is a call to slow down and go a little bit inward. And I actually think it's a lovely way to end out the year, um, even though it can be extra busy. 
um, we're being cosmically invited to slow down and get reflective. Um, and I think it can be a beautiful thing to practice appreciation during this time for all that's come to pass and just kind of like using it to do a little bit of review and to appreciate, to build your capacity for more of the good stuff. And we want to, because, especially because it's like this time of year in Capricorn right now, like re-up your commitment to nourishment, not just for your body, although that's super important, that's part of it, but for your mood, your mental health, your creative practices, you know, like we really want to like nourish, nourish, um, and maybe that hopefully this retrograde slowdown will help us do that a little bit. So the retro retrograde with any planet, but especially Mercury, because it happens so often, it's just like a nice reminder to practice the rule of Rees, right? Um, this isn't my idea. I don't. I actually don't know where the rule of Rees originated from, but I know one of my favorite teachers, Jessica Lignato, talks about it. So I want to like credit um, rule of Rees because it's so perfect and so good. But like you'll hear this from so many astrologers, right? During a mercury retrograde especially but during any retrograde it's a great time to like do all these words that contain re like review release relearn renew reconnect rejuvenate reveal replenish recharge reset look at that i brought us to our reset <laughs> that's what we're going to talk about um and yeah, like we like hopefully this reset will help us, you know, kind of do some of that work that I was talking about where we can like revisit and realign with our hopes and our visions for ourselves for next year or just for the next few months. Um, and yeah, reflect on how our structures and systems in our lives can support us in doing that. And maybe we need to reorganize a little bit, but hopefully this reset will kind of clear the slate for us so we can see things a little bit more clearly. Um, and yeah, we just want to, like my goal with this, I think is just heading into the solstice and the new year, feel it like, with a little bit more of that clarity if we can. Because I know, I, I feel like this time of year gets me a little like fuzzy headed and distracted and crazy. Um, and it can be really fun and wonderful, of course, but it's also it's a lot. It's a, it's, there's a lot of energy this time of year. There's a lot of, uh, nostalgia. There's a lot, or just like memories, good and bad. And in between, there's so much emotion wrapped up in this time. Right. So we like, I just feel like let's, let's ride the wave. Let's come back to ourselves a little bit. Um, and so my idea for doing that is the four day elemental ritual reset. Um, and I love a ritual. I do. I, I maybe it's my Taurus moon. I don't. I don't know. I just like love having all my little tools and doing doing a little specified action, creating a sacred space, and using that to help me. You know, rituals can do so much. They can help us ground. They can help us clear things, release things. And they can embolden us and help us find flow. Like we, I do rituals before I sit down to work. Like I'm doing rituals all the damn time. But it's it's sort of, they're, 
they're here to help us embody or step into an energy that we're trying to access by taking deliberate, literal, and symbolic action. So in this ritual reset, we're going to cover um, the four elements as reflected in astrology and the tarot. Of course, there are different elemental systems and different schools around this stuff. Um, I know some Eastern medicine stuff. There's like five elements we're working with, and all of those are amazing and valid. But for the purposes of uh, my frameworks, which are astrology and tarot, we'll look at earth, air, fire, and water. And um, we can sort of approach renewal from all these different sort of angles, which will help us hopefully get back to a sense of wholeness. Sorry, I had to pause, as you may or probably heard. Uh, There was a lot of noise coming from my neighbors. They're redoing their roof right now. It's been going on for a couple days. And I apologize. It's just, um, yeah, I'm clearly not recording from a studio, but now I am in my closet, which feels a very podcastery thing to do. Uh, and I kind of like it. It's like a little cave. Um, okay, let's get into day one of the Elemental Ritual Reset. And day one, we're going to start with fire. We're in Sagittarius season after all. Um, uh, and fire just, I think can be really cleansing and I love a burning ritual for all the things that we don't want to carry with us. You know, we're ready to let it go and we're so serious about it. We're going to burn it. So fire is a very powerful element to help us, you know, clear away what's no longer for us and reignite our own inner flame, our own passions, our own excitement. And I love candle magic for this, like burning rituals in general and candle magic can be like quick and helpful when we can really focus our intention on this thing and help it like clear something out or bring something into our lives. So candle magic is like obviously part of a fire ritual and I can go like I love candle magic you can carve sigils into candles and imbue them with your intentions with essential oils and herbs and lots of really fun cool stuff and I can absolutely do another episode where we just talk about doing a little candle magic but today we're just going to do a very simple burning ritual And with this ritual, you're going to let go of what isn't for you anymore. So, you know, like we want to really clear the space before we can move forward, before we like really reignite that flame or like get jazzed up about something, find our excitement, find our passion again. We want to clear the path. And so that's what this is for. We have to let the old ways go. So what you'll need, again, like I said, I please do this in a way that feels good for you don't and please be careful when dealing with fire you know use common sense be safe um and you can make this your own um we want to use a candle or some sort of open flame of some kind so you can use a fireplace a fire pit outside you can use your gas stovetop i've done that a lot uh but just make sure you have like a bowl of water nearby that you can throw a scrap of paper into if needed um 
And yeah, you'll also need scraps of paper and a pen to write, write things down on, make sure it's just pretty clean and simple because you will be burning this paper. And you might want to make like a cathartic playlist of sorts, maybe uh, with like a really positive banger at the end. Um, you'll see. So how you do it, uh, you with any ritual, with all of these rituals, you want to kind of just like cleanse and prepare your space, whatever that means to you. It's nice to do like a clean wipe off surfaces. You can energetically cleanse with smoke, um, incense, or... Um, like a, an essential oil spray, you know, whatever you need to do to make your space feel right, go for it. Then uh, you're going to tune into your present to your space, to your body by taking a few deep breaths, grounding, feeling into your body. Sometimes it's nice to meditate or pull a card if that's your vibe. Um, and you can put on some music and then I want you to write on your scraps of paper what you want to let go of. And this can be anything. This can be habits, negative thought loops, old stories that are keeping you stuck, people who are leeching your energy, um, anything that's keeping you feeling small or unworthy. Uh, write them all down write them each down on a separate piece of paper I would I would kind of like focus your energy on like two to four things like sometimes I think it's very easy to want to like go overboard and think about all the things but I think it's a lot more powerful when we can concentrate our energy so even if it's just one thing like amazing like focus on that fully um, and then we want to burn them. <laughs> so sage thing that you're letting go of aloud and then set it alight. Um, so if you're in a fire pit or fireplace, you can just throw it on in there. Or if you're using a candle or something else, you just want to, yeah, be safe, throw it in a bowl of water or the sink or whatever you need to do. And you can flush any remaining scraps um, of paper down the toilet or you can compost them if you want to just like we want to like get that energy completely gone um, and then something that I like to do is select like consciously select a tarot card that represents how you want to feel without these things that you're let up, letting go of in your life and then place that card somewhere where you'll be reminded of it. So either on your altar or like a phone altar, like a picture of it on your phone works really well. Um, but yeah, we want to align with that new energy that we're trying to clear space for. And then to close out your ritual, turn on a song that makes you feel really good, makes you feel the way you want to feel going forward, whether that's at peace connected, loved, passionate, excited. Um, I love just like a super joyful, upbeat song that I can dance to. So like dance if you feel like it or just listen to it and let it flow. But I think that's a lovely way to close out your ritual. Okay, day two, we're going to do water. So the goal for this is to cleanse and to receive. And, you know, water is such a powerful element. It's the, it's the connector. It's the connective tissue. 
Um, and it, it has this power, yeah, to cleanse, to rejuvenate, to recharge. It can help us release stuck energy or feelings and, yeah, help us build back up through receiving. And salt water particularly I find to be very nourishing um, and helpful in kind of like raising our 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 energy raising our like what am I trying to say like resources our inner resources that's not really the word I want to use um but like yeah like our, our like our stores of of nutrients anyway I could talk all day about salt water but um I love combining the idea of like exfoliation with this. So this will be a bath ritual. If you don't have a bath, you can go do a shower or you can do a foot soak. Um, but yeah, like, and again, if you don't have any of the items that I'm mentioning, don't worry about it. Make this as simple as you need to, as you want to, or you can trick it out. It's totally up to you. So yeah, you'll need a bathtub or a container to bathe your feet or a shower. Um, a epsom salts or sea salts um and you can get some essential oil involved i love like palmarosa oil or lavender oil for this and i love dry brush or exfoliating scrub um and then of course i'll i'll ask you to yeah get some music going if that really feels supportive to you music helps me so much in almost all of my practices and rituals. So it's worth mentioning. Um, it can be really emo music if you want, if you want to like feel some feels, um, or just like neutral binaural beats, whatever feels nice to you. And so you'll just start filling up your bath. Um, I, I'll talk about this in terms of like it being a bath ritual, but again, like adjust if you want to just like do this with the shower or whatever it is. Um, and yeah, feel free. Like if you want to add crystals up in here too, absolutely. You can throw some crystals in the bath, like some black tourmaline or smoky quartz might be nice or just like, um, yeah, like any, anything that feels supportive of what you want to do here, of what you kind of want to recharge yourself up with or extract. Um, but I kind of think about this as kind of like pulling out the negative energy and then restoring it with more positive energy so um when you're ready when you undress for your full bath uh go ahead and dry brush um or exfoliate so you can like if you have like a salt or sugar scrub exfoliator you can rub, rub that on your body or you can dry brush um and or you can do this in the bath as well but with the dry brush you have to do before um and just as you're kind of um going ahead and doing the dry brushing um or doing an exfoliating scrub just want to take some like deep breaths into your belly and through the nose and out through the mouth and feel any feelings that are coming up for you, you know, and we want to imagine while we're doing that, any lingering or unwanted energies that you've been holding on to, like loosening away. So this is almost a continuation of our fire ritual, right? It's like anything that you've noticed, it's like, oh, that's still a little bit there. We can kind of like feel it like it's coming up through the surface 
and we're just kind of like slothing it off with our scrub and we want to just make sure we're like feeling what's coming up around that spending a couple times focusing on that energy a couple minutes focusing on that energy this doesn't have to be for like 30 minutes it can just be for a few really intentional minutes and then you can just sit and chill in your bath and maybe imagine that you're being you know the things that you're ready to be extracted are being pulled out of you while simultaneously you're being nourished and infused with the minerals and the salt and the energy of the essential oil um, and just receive like allow yourself to sit there and really receive what you need to recharge you and yeah stay in the bath as long as you like close your ritual by draining the bath and imagining all that you need to release going down that drain and if you want you can journal about anything that came up um, that needs further processing uh, releasing or remembering and yeah if you want like post bath like massage your feet with some oil and like yeah you can throw the some essential oil like on your feet as well and put them in some cozy socks like I think that's just like the sweetest thing you can do to sort of seal seal that energy um, and then day three we are going to set our intentions with air and this is the day that we're going to do a future visioning where the future visioning i've mentioned this before <laughs> i'll try to stop talking about it about it but i do find it to be such a positive exercise um and it can be a great way to you know identify what you want and how you want to operate and in doing so this can really help us jump timelines quicker like and sort of get into that space today and what i mean by jumping timelines is like yeah just like speeding up the manifestation process or speeding up like where we want to get to and what we want to do and that and we can we can start doing that by embodying that like future version of us today so future visioning it's a practice of dropping into yourself so you you on a on an ideal timeline so this can be like six months from now a year five years whatever whatever floats your boat whatever feels like the right time frame for you um and we want to just think about us in that amount of time ahead ahead of <laughs> uh in that amount of time in the future and yeah picture an ideal scenario there and noting everything that you see and how you feel and like letting this be a little bit of a clarifier of what you desire for yourself and the idea behind this exercise is that by picturing your future in detail with a focus on your actions and like the traits that you embody while you're living that life you can just embody those traits today so i i do want to disclaim like if things if you are having trouble seeing um the this future timeline if you're really having trouble dropping in and um allowing this to come through for you don't put pressure on yourself that's totally okay and totally understandable i i definitely have times when this happens and it's usually like a signal that i'm pretty like stressed or burnt out or just not in the right headspace so Things that can help, you know, like do it at a different time of day. You can either do it before sleep or right after waking up or um, 
do it uh, after a meditation or breath work. That's one of the best ways for me. If I do like um, 10 to 15 minutes of active breath work and then drop in and do a future visioning session, it's a lot more clear and powerful. So what you'll need is just 10 minutes where you won't be disturbed or a little bit more if you're going to meditate or do breath work beforehand um, and something to write or record your findings with and how you do it again you cleanse your space you make space for it uh, set your set your intention for the circle and find a comfortable place to sit or lie down and take four deep breaths and allow yourself to settle in um, or you know let the breathwork or meditation lead you in and then choose that timeline uh, you can always come back and pick another timeline on another day and kind of like build up this vision um, in a progressive way that can be really fun to do to play around with like six months and then come back and do a year and yeah um, and note all those different aspects and then you want to just close your eyes and start to picture a day in your life on this future timeline and you want to know what is your morning look like we want to start first thing in the day you getting up how are you feeling uh, where are you how does it look um, and as you're getting ready for the day what are you doing what kind of rituals are you engaging with who do you encounter how does that feel and again reminder like this is an ideal um, what do you most want from these things? And as you move throughout your day, take notes of yeah interactions that you're having with family and clients, coworkers, baristas, like anyone and everyone, and like noticing how you show up and how you are in these interactions. How do they feel to you in an ideal world? And um, how are you making others feel? How are they making you feel? Um, and what actions do you take throughout the day? Um, what kind of day is it? It could be a restful day, a work day, totally up to you on this timeline. And then when you're starting to wrap it up or just as you go along, notice <clears throat> or think about what adjectives would you use or would like a supportive friend who's observing you use to, to describe you in this timeline? So are you calm? Are you intentional? Are you discerning, passionate, present, joyful, uh, any and all of the above? And I want you to write down these descriptive words or record them wherever you want to keep this information. And then uh, to close out your ritual, just write down three actions that you can take this week that will help you feel more like these ways that you felt in your ideal timeline more like those adjectives that you wrote down and yeah of course blow out the candle you know <laughs> uh you know break your circle whatever you need to do to close it out um but hopefully that is helpful in just you of course you can like write more i think i just told you write your descriptive words and the actions you can take but you can write more about what you saw in your vision to help you kind of get intentional or see what you want more clearly. And then finally, day four, uh, we're going to nurture our intentions with the earth. Um, and I think 
grounding rituals, earth rituals can sometimes seem really simple. They're, they're almost deceptively simple, but that's what I love about them. So all you need is somewhere quiet to lie down undisturbed for about four to 10 minutes. And what you want to do is lie down on the floor. And of course, light a candle if you want, set your space, you know, open your circle. Um, and you want to, yeah, lie down on the floor, the grass, your bed, wherever you are. And breathe as fully as you can into your lower belly and exhale as deeply as you can. And bring to your attention any sensations or tension in your body. You really want to notice what's going on. So if you can scan from, you know, the top of your head, down your neck, down your chest, all the way down your legs to your feet, like just do like noticing any sensations. And you do not have to figure out why you're feeling it or what's wrong. What we want to do is just give it some attention and send it some breath. And I want you to just do that for a couple minutes, noticing your senses, you know, what can you see? And uh, even with your eyes closed, um, you know, the way the light plays on your eyelids, what can you hear? What can, can you smell, taste? And of course, like that feeling, that body sensation. And then as you breathe, start to envision your body sinking into the ground <clears throat> and start to picture your spine sprouting roots that unfurl and go deep into the earth. And with each inhale, start to picture like what you need, the nutrients that you need, the support that you need to come up through those roots, absorbing them into your body. And as you exhale, I want you to imagine yourself sinking deeper into the ground and giving over your worries, your anxiety, and your stress to the earth because she's so good at composting. She can compost that energy totally. And just allow yourself to be held like this for a little while and give yourself some space and quiet. And when your mind feels calmed, when you feel a little bit just more chill, you can ask yourself and you can write these answers down um, or record them if you just feel like laying there. But ask yourself, what is the most supportive thing I can do for myself right now? And ask what routines or rituals can I add to my day that would help? And what does my body need the most? Just take note of all of these things. And I want you to close out the ritual by going outside. If you're not outside already, touching grass, touch a tree, go for a walk, whatever you need to do to just be in, in the earth element, to be outside um, would truly be the most beautiful way to close it out. And yeah, I recommend if you're going for a walk, you can put on some light music or just nothing at all um, and just be with yourself and see what comes up, see what comes through during that time. Um, and I have a tarot spread that I will put in the show notes for you that you can do as a part of this four-day reset ritual. Um, but hopefully by the end of it, you will just be able to feel a little bit more reset, a little bit calmer, a little bit more in touch with yourself, 
with with your desires, with what you want for yourself and feeling like you've cleared the slate a little bit. Um, please let me know how this works for you, if you enjoyed doing it, what you enjoyed the most, what you found helpful. I'm going to do this too. I'm going to start, I'm going to do this starting on Wednesday, the day Mercury stations and the day this podcast comes out. So I'll do it along with you. Um, and we can, we can kind of chat about it if you feel like it. I'll be posting on Instagram about it, but I hope this was helpful. I hope this is something that is interesting to you. Um, and if you want to get a year ahead tarot reading or an astrology reading, a natal chart reading with me or a cosmic style reading, um, for next year, sign up. My books are open for January. They're going to be closed in the month of February. So getting in with me in Jan is probably a good call. Um, and yeah, if you feel compelled to gift a reading to someone, please reach out to me and we can get that organized. But other than that, I just wish you a very happy retrograde and we'll talk next week. Bye. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend or throw us five stars. And if you'd like to book a reading with me or check out my workshops, you can find me at leahvandervelt.com. And you can support this podcast by joining my Substack.